stay ahead of the curve. Early edition with Kate Hawksby on Newstalk ZB. It is 12 past five. So Generation Z, the generation after millennials, they want to make their mark on the world. And this, of course, includes fashion. More of this younger generation are wanting to buy gender fluid clothing. In 2019, 56% of Gen Z consumers shopped outside of their assigned gendered area. So is it time some of our local retail brands, you know, Farmers, Warehouse, Kmart, etc., got more with the program? Senior Analyst at World Global Style Network, Nick Paget, joins us now from London. Thanks for being with us, Nick. Why, why do you think gender-fluid clothing has become, you know, more common or more sought out? Well, I think um, it's a lot to do with the fact that there's a younger generation of people who don't really bundle up um, gender, sexuality and sex together in the same way that we have up to this point in kind of more recent times. So that's meant that those younger people are much keener to explore themselves in a different way and express themselves in a different way, which has led to an increase in brands catering to them. Also, I think much more recently as well, we're seeing more people in the public eye express gender and sexuality in different ways as well. so, you know, things from like LGBTQ plus rights and, and those kind of things being very much in the spotlight, um, that's important. And it's also important to see people like Lil Nas, Harry Styles um, and other people kind of embrace uh, different ways of expressing themselves very much like on the red carpet and in their art as well. What exactly is gender fluid clothing? I mean, are we talking, you know, neutral coloured baggy sweats and t-shirts or pants and skirt? You know, is it what exactly is it? Um, I think it should be everything, really. That's and, but that's the challenge facing the fashion industry um, is that I think some tentative explorations into the into that market have. Um, looked a bit like that. They've looked like the boyfriend jean, the sort of baggy jean and the baggy hoodie to kind of say, oh, this is clothing for everyone. But um, I think that's sometimes been done a little bit cynically. And I think to do something that's really, truly inclusive is about making all clothing inclusive to everyone, which is both a technical challenge and a challenge to society's perception of clothing and gender as well. It is a technical challenge because, you know, biologically men and women do have different body shapes. So how do brands create items that are able to work for anybody? Yeah, I think it is It is quite a challenge, definitely. Um, I think it's very hard to, to offer sizing that fits everybody and to be truly inclusive is a massive challenge. Um, I think technically brands are still getting their head around that um, and it's something that is not always financially viable, which I think is one of the stalling blocks to brands really fully entering that this sector of the market effectively. Um, and it's, you know, it, it, it's a pattern cutting challenge to cut a piece that it, so that it fits um, everybody well. Um, and I don't, I don't think there's like a, there's not a, I don't have a definitive answer because it's something people are still getting their heads around. But at the moment, I think um, certainly just people sh- people shopping for themselves with their own initiative and just trying to find things that fit them in their own way. Um, even you know shopping for vintage items has meant that people can explore their identities in a different way. I think the industry's just got to catch up in making stuff that fits people better. Do you think? Um, do you think we'll get to the stage, Nick, where you know stores will actually separate their store offerings not by gender? You know they'll have to rethink how they actually display the clothing. Yeah, I think that's already happening. Um, there are some examples of that. Um, 
And I think there are brands like Fluid um, in, in America, which specifically speaks to the LGBTQ plus community and, and the trans community more specifically and the non-binary community. And, and they are definitely laying out their offer in a completely different way, you know, physically in brick and mortar stores and the way they talk about it and offer it online. So there are some bright lights in that area. But yeah, I think the mainstream industry also, it's probably scratching its head and thinking about how to appeal to some consumers without losing other consumers, because that's the trick for them is that this doesn't appeal to everyone at the moment and people can find it very, very disconcerting and it's difficult to understand for some people, but for some other people it comes very naturally. Um, and the commercial challenge is to keep everyone on board. Thanks very much, Nick, for being with us. Appreciate it. Nick Paget, Senior Analyst at uh, the World Global Style Network, joining us from London uh, this morning.